you have just tuned into the Being One podcast. Hey, 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 it's your girl Samantha Laguerre on the Being One podcast, the podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. Hello, Kingdom Citizens. We are back with another episode. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre. How are you all doing? Um, I just wanted to remind you all about the Being One Podcast YouTube channel to go and subscribe, go and watch the lives, go and watch the Facebook live. Um, Actually, at the moment, I am recording live on Facebook while recording this episode. So that's something new. I've never done it before. And um, today we're talking about the secret place. And I have with me a guest, um, Nathan Turney um, from Kingdom Reigns Ministries. Um, So go ahead and introduce yourself, Nathan. (laughs) Hello, guys. Um, My name is Nathan Turney. Um, I'm the worship leader at Kingdom Rain Ministries, and uh, yeah, I, I recently spoke a word about The Secret Place, and Samantha asked me if I could come on the podcast and just kind of talk about what I shared, so uh, that is why I'm here. <laughs> yes. Um, so we're so happy to have him. I'm so blessed to have him on the Being One podcast, y'all. Let me tell you about this word. Um, the secret place that he preached um, a few Sundays ago, it resonated with me so much. And I knew, like, God, this just needs to be a word that needs to be, you know, spread and needs to be. It's so needed in this season. And I believe the kingdom citizens need to hear this. They need to know, you know, how to live in the secret place. Um, so before we go in depth on um, the topic, can you just share with us your testimony? Like, yeah. how are you here now? Like, what, what brought you here? <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean, from the time I was a little kid, I, I grew up in the church. Both of my parents are in ministry, mm-hmm. my dad and my mom. Um, and uh, I didn't really begin to know the Lord until I was, like, probably 15 years old. Um, I attended a worship night at uh, a youth group in, in my hometown. And... Um, I just kind of realized that I, I love to worship God. I never really realized it before mm-hmm. that. And um, so I've been leading worship since I was 15 years old. Okay. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. A lot of crazy stuff has happened. <laughs> how, I got, how I got to Florida. Um, in all honesty, uh, I remember I was graduating and I, I just did not feel led to go to college or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, it just didn't feel like it was what the Lord wanted me to do. So um it was almost as if, like, God just, like, told me, I'm not even sure how to explain it, but mm-hmm. um, I just ended up here. I just knew where, it was where I was supposed to be, um, live with my dad for a while, and um, since I've lived here, it's been it's been incredible. It's been the most transforming time in my life. Um, I mean, I couldn't have even shared a word like this if it wasn't for me living in Florida now with my dad and just mm-hmm. experiencing the things I'm experiencing, so... Uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's funny because the first person I had um, that I interviewed for the, the podcast, he was also a male. And um, he was also like a ministry child, grew up really? in ministry. His mom was a pastor. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I don't know, I guess maybe I resonate with, with you guys because <laughs> yeah. like my dad is also an apostle and my mom's a oh, pastor. Really? So, 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I always wonder, like, what kept you in church? Like, you know, why are you, you know, yeah. it's exciting to know and it's a blessing to know, like, you know, although we grew up in church, like we stayed in church, you know yeah. what I mean? So um, it's a blessing. Um, so we're going to get into this word. Um, so we're talking about the secret place and the title of the sermon was Living from the Secret Place. And um, you made a point and you said that dwelling in the secret place moves us from living out of emotion um, to worshiping in spirit and in truth. Um, so can you explain that? Yes. Um, just from personal experience, honestly, I, I've realized this, but there's there's places in scripture, uh, throughout scripture, um, but the one place that I looked at was, I looked I looked between the scriptures of Psalms 102 and Psalm 103, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but right here, uh, David is, He's kind of just crying out to the Lord in Psalm 102. He, a prayer of the afflicted when he is overwhelmed and poureth out his complaint before the Lord. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto thee. Hide not thy face from me in the day when I am in trouble. Incline thine ear unto me in the day when I call, answer me speedily. For mm-hmm. my days are consumed. And, and he keeps going on, and he's really just like, he's crying out before the Lord and weeping. And then if we move right over to the next the next chapter, Psalm 103, the first words are, Bless the Lord on my soul. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, I think that that's awesome because David's talking to the Lord, but he gets to this place where he's, he's been around the, he's just been in the presence of the Lord for so long and, and so near the goodness of God that it's completely shifted his focus mm-hmm. from his circumstance and from his feelings to the truth about who God is. Mm-hmm. And, and he's saying, my, my soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, right. it, my soul will bless the Lord. Right. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. So that's really what I meant. Uh, it takes us from living out of emotion, focusing on our um, our circumstance or the situation that we're in. Mm-hmm. And it takes us from that and just moves us to this place where we just start declaring who God is and, and we trust in him. Mm-hmm. We you know, and his love. So. Right. So how did you get from, you know, you going, maybe you were living out of emotions to mm-hmm. you now worshiping in spirit and truth? Like, what was the shift? Like, what did you, you know, come into realization about? Like, what was that moment for you? Yeah. Um. Well, in all honesty, uh, it started with just spending more time in the secret place. And um, it, it's kind of funny because like, you know, the, the scripture in the Bible where it says that love is the greatest of these, you know, right. and living in the secret place, it kind of moves you from this place of, it, it's almost like it takes you from a place of faith to a place of love mm. in, in the sense that you begin to know God so much deeper and you, you begin to understand that he's literally the essence of love. Right, right. So it's almost like I don't even need faith because God is love. And I understand that he loves me so much that, that his word's not going to fail. It's not going to return to him void. Right. You know? And I think that, that love is what moves us into spirit and truth because it's, it's literally who he is. Right. Everything about God is love. I mean, 1 Corinthians 13, it says if you do anything but it doesn't have love well, in it, it's pointless. Right, you know? Right. So. Um, that's good and I believe that that is true where it's you know in the beginning it is about faith but once you really like dive in you really get to know his love it's like you 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 know like it kind of like the faith comes like after like you're so moved by love you know like you know let's say you're dating someone you're in love with someone like you don't even have to like they don't have to say much you know you just trust them because you just love them so much that it's just like okay I'm gonna just do it so it's the same way with God you know when we really like understand his love for us it's like doing whatever he's asked us to do it's like not even a second thought it's like oh yeah i'm there you know what i mean exactly. so it's like okay he says this is gonna happen like okay 
I, I love you so much. Like, I know you love me so much. Like, okay, like, here's my faith. Boom. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Rather just like, oh, okay, I have to put this faith in it. But it's just like, no, he loves me. Like, yeah. I know he wants the best for me. Yeah, exactly. So that's so good. Exactly. I agree that, you know, I didn't know the difference between, you know, living out of emotions and living, you know, worshiping in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, maybe, maybe you, um, people who, like, grew up in church, you know, we kind of learn how to play church. Um, we yeah. knew what we need to do in worship. You know, worship was kind of like this emotional thing that we would do where we would cry out, where we wasn't really worshiping in spirit and in truth. Yeah. Um, and I think about um, a scripture where it says that, you know, my name is on their lips, but their heart is far from yeah. me. Yeah. And um, a lot of us, that's exactly what we do. Like we say God's name out of our mouth, but our hearts are so far. Yeah. And so... I, I believe that, you know, worshiping a spirit of truth is like, you know, this is what my heart is saying. You know what I mean? I'm not just saying these words or singing these songs because, you know, everybody else is singing. I know the lyrics. That's what we get. Yeah. We know the lyrics, but we're not really singing out the lyrics. Yeah. Right. It's not like exactly. our heart is not connecting to it. Go ahead. And, and just the other thing is like a lot of times, for instance, people, like you said, in church, have grown up in church. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we we worship for the complete wrong reason our mm. motivation is to gain something from it mm. but what worship really is is to glorify right, the lord right right and i think that that's what we do when we live out of emotion we mm. kind of focus on ourselves so. but when we move to that spirit and the truth it completely takes focus off of us right and, and we we're happy with that right, we right. want that to happen right, right. you know that's a good that's good that's very true so there's probably um listeners people who are listening or watching um, and they don't know the difference between emotional worship and, mm-hmm. and worshiping in spirit and truth. They're probably listening and just be like, Samantha, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean, you know, crying out? Like, is that not my heart? So, like, what would you tell these people? Um, because it can be something that's kind of hard to explain mm-hmm. where it's just like, what do you mean I'm worshiping out of emotion? Like, yeah. how do you know if I'm worshiping in spirit and truth? Like, how do I know the difference? What I would say to that is is very simple. Um the Bible says that that the Lord actually inhabits the praises of his people. Right. And when you're a lot of times we're worshiping out of emotion because we're in we're just again, we're focused on ourselves or the circumstance that we're faced with right. that's tough to get through. But if we if we get to that place where David is, where he says, My soul will bless the Lord, right. When we praise the Lord, he literally shows up. Mm. So your circumstance has no chance because God is literally there. Right. So what I would say to emotional worship is, is move from a place of trying to get something from God. Mm. Move from that place because when you focus on him, not only is your focus shifted to to who he is, but Mm. he literally is there. Right. He actually shows up himself and brings everything that he is. Right. So he'll bring peace to that situation. He'll bring correction. He'll, I mean, deliverance, all of that. Right. So that's what I would say to that. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. So we're not saying, you know, there's not going to be times where you may cry. Because, you know, we're we, we going to cry out, right? Of course. It's not, that doesn't mean we're not saying that if you're crying that you're you're just worshiping in, in um, emotions. emotions. Yeah. But, you know understanding that you worshiping right like how you said is about glorifying god so it has nothing to do with us right Mm -hmm. and sometimes we make it about ourselves where it's like okay like you said like i need something from god so let me go and worship him 
Where it's like, no, you need to worship him because he is God, right? <laughs> like worship him because he is God. Like don't, no matter your circumstance, and a lot of people, um, they will be going through things in life, and then you, you're asking them, like, oh, have you spoke to God or have you, you know, prayed? And they're just like, oh no, like my, you know, my problems with this, I don't feel like I should go to God, or they don't feel like they can worship him because they're like doubting, like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. well, why am I going through this situation? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like we kind of, you know, um, point how we feel, whether or not like if my life is going good, whether. Or not, I'm gonna worship God or not. Where it's like, no matter if you're going through life good or it's bad, you still gotta worship Him because it's not about you. Yeah. So is that that shift where it's like, you know, stop worshiping based off like how you feel or if life is going good or not, and knowing like I'm worshiping Him regardless because He's good. Um, so yeah. that's the difference. Um, you know, I believe from worshiping out of emotion and worshiping in spirit and in truth. And I think as well. Um, we kind of confuse worship with just a song, exactly. um, just an experience we have at church where worship is our everyday lives, yeah, right? Yes. So we must present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. That's our reasonable service. So each and every day, whatever you do, like um, I think you were talking about, like even brushing your teeth, yeah. um, you know what I mean? Like taking care of your body, that's worship, right? It People is. take care of his temple. Yeah. So it's like worship is not just a song. It's not just a moment at church, a section, you know, in yeah. the program. It's an everyday thing. It's how we live our lives. Yes. I mean, that's spirited in truth, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was like really good. And then the next point you made was when you lack the secret place, you hinder your growth and change. Mm-hmm. Um, and that the secret place is where we prepare. So what did you mean by that? For the secret place, I mean, it It should be the place where we prepare. For instance, mm-hmm. um, when I was preparing for this, the Lord told me that the secret place is to be the primary place of worship. Mm-hmm. And f- for instance, I'm a worship leader. Mm-hmm. Um I play guitar, I play a few instruments, and I used this example when I was speaking. If if I if the only time that I played my guitar was when I was up on stage leading people in worship, mm-hmm. there'd be absolutely no anointing on it. Mm. And the reason is because my my worship isn't happening just for God. It's happening because I have an opportunity up on the stage, mm. right? Yeah. So um, my preparation, I mean, if I should know, I, I also said this, I should know every single chord that I'm going to, like, I can play, like, I should know every single chord, I should know every key of every song, mm-hmm. and I should be able to shut my eyes and play my guitar mm-hmm. without having to think about it. It should just come natural out of me. And and that this is what living from the secret place means to mm-hmm. me, because I'm actually taking what I've done in the secret place and translating it to the purpose that God's mm-hmm. put in my life. Mm-hmm. So... That I mean, yeah, simple enough like that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So translating what's what's been going on in the secret place is now it's translating to now when because um yesterday um during Bible study Apostle was talking about how you know you're behind like the curtain and then yeah. like God you know like that's that secret place where it's like you've been with God and now He's like okay like you're ready you've been prepared you know what I mean so now like let me remove this curtain slowly yeah. by slowly because now you're you're gonna be like you know worshiping or in front of people leading them but if you if you weren't being led how can you lead you know what i mean so if you weren't in that secret place how can you you know usher in that presence for them to seek that so i think that's really good that you know if we lack it we hinder our growth and our change because we're not being prepared yeah so that's good yeah um so like how would you how do you like stay consistent and um, remain in the secret place like you know i believe that a lot of people struggle with that or they don't really understand, like, they can't grasp that concept. So, like, mm-hmm. how do you remain consistent? And how does that look like for you? In all honesty, it's kind of funny because I, I feel like remaining consistent in the secret place. I feel like the secret place gives its 
gives itself grace. I don't know if mm. that makes sense. It's the grace for itself. Mm. For instance, it's my favorite place to be now. Mm, it's right. literally like I could spend all day just talking to the Lord if I could. Right. Um, and it's really like that because of what I was saying earlier. You're around his goodness. Like this is literally like I even spoke in my message. This was the Lord's original intent from the beginning of time. Right. In the garden, he was walking in the cool of the day with Adam and Eve. He was talking to them. Mm-hmm. They were, he was around them. Right. And I feel like staying consistent, It the more you do it, mm-hmm. if even if it's hard at first, just press through and it will get so much easier because it will literally become your favorite place. Right, right. So. Um, and also, I think um, a lot of people, what happens is that they believe... Um, like the secret place is like okay I need to have like this closet you know like war room like I need to have this decked out prayer wall type of thing going on and if I don't have that oh man I can't get into a secret place Um, or you know they go throughout their day and they're like oh I didn't have time to get into that corner in that secret place Um, but like you know like how you said like when you when you it's like how do I say like you've been preparing where you've been in that place so much that it's like you carry it you know what I mean yes, exactly. so like even if you get in your car like mm-hmm. I feel like you can make that into your secret place yeah. because now it's just you and God so whenever you really acknowledge like that he's there and you're like okay God I'm like speak to me you know what I mean mm-hmm. like this is our secret place like there's no distractions there's nothing going on like this is it and I feel like a lot of people are not doing that because they they, they have this idea that it has to look a certain way yeah. you know what I mean like I need to be in the corner or you know I need this this closet and if I don't have that oh man I just can't you know live in the secret place yeah. and it's just um, um, Psalms 91 where it says you know he that dwells in the secret place so he that dwells is you know insinuating that we have a choice you know yeah, what I mean you, you have do. a choice if you're going to dwell if you're not going to dwell and it says he that dwells in the secret place will abide under the shadow of the almighty yeah. you know what I mean so it's like it's it's about you know us being intentional about doing so you know how intentional are you about dwelling in that secret place um yeah and yeah and also I looked up the it's the Hebrew word for secret and the term is sevar a sethar it's like this Hebrew but it means like covering shelter hiding place secrecy oh, wow. um and I was just thinking about this I was looking at it earlier and like how God was was telling me was like you know basically like you're dwelling in this secret place you know like how when you're younger I knew when I was younger like me and my siblings like we'll have um like little secret little things that our yeah. parents didn't know about yeah. right and we just kind of go in there and we just we we only knew the password or whatever yeah. um so I thought about it like that where it's like basically like that and you know if someone is covering you like let's say like I was underneath you and you were covering me right you know wherever I go wherever you go we're one right yeah. and if you're covering me whatever you say I'm going to hear you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like whatever you do, I'm there because you're covering me. I'm mm-hmm. under you. And so it's the same way with God. So like when we're lacking that secret place, we're lacking hearing him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly, so whatever exactly. he says, because we're under him, we're hearing him. Yeah. Right. So a lot of people, um, I hear that they're like, oh, I don't, I don't talk. I don't hear God like how you hear God. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't have that connection with him. But are you dwelling in the secret place? Because if, he, if you're allowing him to cover you, whatever he says, you're going to have to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so, really good. That's really <laughs> so, um, and then you realize, too, because of that, it's like, wow, like, if I want to hear from God. So let me dwell in that secret place. And how to remain consistent um, is just doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? And when you, like how you said, there's like a grace for it where it's like, 
you know, I love to be at this place. Like, I love to be under him. I love to be in that secret place because he downloads things in me. Yeah. You know, there's new revelations. Um, he opened up my eyes to different things. Um, and so it's just like, just like when you love something, you always want to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's like you realize how beneficial it is for your life um, and how you just know more of him. So it's like, let me stay in this in this place. Um, so really, like, I don't think it's a, a magic for, you know, a fat formula for me to be like, okay, here's this, this, and this, so you can yeah. remain consistent. It's about you knowing what you want yeah. and um, being intentional about it. Yeah, and I've noticed another thing, I mean, that's kind of helped me just stay consistent in it is I've realized that it, like, is literally what sustains me. Mm. Um, for instance, like, there's something that I'm actually dealing with right now that it's, like, very hard for me to... Uh, it's hard for me to push through and doing it mm-hmm. because it doesn't come natural to me. But every single time I talk to the Lord, he gives me new focus and mm-hmm. new direction. Mm-hmm. And that's what's that's what's sustaining me to help me push forward and keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Even though it's one of the hardest things yeah. that I've done. Yeah. So that's something that I mean, I you literally need it. You need the secret place because right. you need his voice. Right. So. That's yeah, that's good. Um, so then you said that, you know, the deeper we know the Lord, the deeper we know ourselves. Yeah. Um, that's so powerful. Um, so can you explain that the deeper we know the Lord, the deeper we know ourselves? Yeah. Um, you know, the Bible says, of course, that we're creating his image. Yes. And so truthfully, the more we unravel new facets of who he is, we're unraveling new facets of who we are. Yes, yes. And, you, and you get to this place where like the eternal aspect of things starts to make so much sense because literally eternity is inside of us. Yes. So like just spending time with the Lord and talking to him about who he is, it gives you like, it, it again, it's something else that translates into your purpose because you get like this confidence to do what he's made you to do. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed this in my own life. In fact, when I started leading worship, I was a very, I was so insecure, always trying to people please. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, it was so hard for me to just like connect to the Lord, but also be aware of what was going on in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because as a worship leader, you have to, you have yeah. to know what's going on at yeah. the same time. You can't be so focused that you don't know that. But yeah. now I'm at a place where, and of course I'm still growing, always mm-hmm. learning, but yeah. um. I'm at a place now where it's like I can actually focus on the Lord. I can listen to his voice all at the same time and understand what he's telling me. And it, it's given me this confidence. Like I'm up here and, and the Holy Spirit is the one directing this. So it's not my responsibility, truthfully. Right. I just have to be willing to be a vessel used by him. And um, so, yeah, it's just it gives you this confidence um, really because you just you, you begin to see the parts of God that like it resonates with you because like you're like oh wow that's that's me like yeah. i'm in christ you yeah know? yeah yeah that's really good um and that is, is so true that we're you know he created us in his image and in his likeness yeah. and so really a lot of us um we we're confused as like to ourselves or you know we we well, there's this like this term where it talks i'm finding myself right yeah. and so they go into all these different types of sources and different things trying to find themselves but really if you really want to know yourself need to know God yeah. because if he created us in his image that means if we get to know more of him we get to know more no of ourselves more of yeah. right and and it's true um how you were saying like I also battled that where you know I was insecure and I was such a people pleaser and yeah. I found value in that where I thought that's where I needed to do I needed to be and like growing in Christ I realized okay God isn't a people pleaser right yeah. you know he doesn't just move based off you know what we say exactly. and so having that confidence that is just like 
I love you, but I'm not, I don't need to please you all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be moved by you because God directs me. The Holy Spirit leads me. Um, so, like, having that awareness, I believe, like, it makes us to be a better person. It helps us to grow. And it helps us to really exercise the authority that he's given us. Yeah. You hear me? So, like, it's true. So, it's like, you know, people asking me, like, oh, Samantha, how are you so confident? And it's like, because I know God. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's confident. Like, you know who, do you know who he is? And he created us in his image. But in order to understand your identity, you must know him. Yeah. And, you know, people, um, a lot of people I know, like, they don't read the word. Right? They don't read the Bible. And it's like they try to know God in by different ways, but it's like if you don't read the word, how how are you knowing God? You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you're not reading his his word, how is it that you are getting to know him? It doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the filling, it's the feeding of his word that feeds your spirit, right? Um, and the more you feed it, the more you you crucify your flesh, yeah. right? You starve your flesh. Um, so a lot of us we battle with you know, things of the flesh, and it's because we're feeding too much of the flesh and not of our spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the more we feed our flesh, the more we feed our spirit, you know, the more it's allowed, you, we're, we're more able to be directed, um, the more we become it, the more we become one, the more we become know ourselves, the more we know God. Yeah. You get me? So, yeah. and you know, a lot of people, you know, they, they struggle with that, and it's like, know God, you will know yourself. Like, I look read the bible like okay well yeah that's, that's another thing um i've noticed like there was a period in my life where um it was almost as if there was a grace for me this is going to sound very weird mm-hmm. okay it, it was almost like there was a grace for me to not read my bible mm. and i was really confused and later on um i was talking to the lord about it and i was like god i i don't get this like why why am i not why am i not feeling the need to he's like he's like in this he told me in this season of of your life I need you to get to know my voice before mm. you before you read that. Mm. And he told me it's because I'm not going to understand it if I don't know his ways, if mm. I don't know his character. Okay. And so I, I I came to this place where now now living from the secret place, it's like I always take my Bible with me. Yeah. Because I now I understand it because I know that I know the God that wrote it. Right, you know what I mean? Right, right, so right. I know what his intentions are and and some of the things he did and I and I understand why yeah, like why he did all of those yeah. things and it that was something that really helped me and it, honestly it really surprised me but i know it can obviously be different for everyone yeah. um that was just the season that i was in but yeah. that's just something i wanted to share okay yeah that um that also good and you know i believe too where we will read the bible and it's like we try to align the bible with our lives rather than aligning our lives with the word of god yeah. um oh, wow, and yeah. so you know it says that my they they hear they know my voice and no other voice they follow right no other person they follow and so it's like we have to and we have to know God's voice because people use the Bible every day to deceive people yes, right they, they twist it they, they put their own um understanding their own interpretations of it that is so like outside of God's will yeah. and say this is the truth because it's from the Word and so it's scary because people are being deceived and it's coming from the Bible yeah. you know what I mean but like how you said like but it's um you know when you know God when you know His voice when you're reading it you're reading it through what you know you know <laughs> yeah. Him to be right you know his voice so it's like you can't be easily deceived because i know him i know the one who wrote this i know what he meant by this i know his character and so reading it it's like more of a reflection of who he already know him to be that personal connection rather than just me reading it out of religious duty but me really reading it as in you know it's a relationship it's a you know a connection that i have um I, i i believe there was a episode that i talked about where it's like you know let's say you're interested in someone 
and there's a book about that person, like, I'm going to want to know that book. You know, I'm going to want to buy that book because if it could tell me, like, what you like, dislike, all of that, I want to know that, right? And so it's like the same with the Bible. It's like, okay, like, it's literally telling you everything of God, like his character, everything that he likes, he dislikes, it's in the word. So you want to know more about God, you got to read the word. You know what I mean? It allows you to just know him more. It allows you to just, you know, dig deep, right? You know, worship, secret place, these are terms that, you know, most people will find as something that a woman would do. Um, crying out to God is more seen as something that's feminine. Mm-hmm. Um, but being that you're a male and that you live from the secret place, like what advice would you give a man who thinks that maybe that's like, you know, more so feminine? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what advice would you give them? Yeah. Um, I remember one of the things that I shared while I was speaking was um, the Lord actually told me this and it it really changed my life. He said, he said, every time a tear is shed in response to my glory, heaven touches the earth. Mm. That changed my life because really what I believe that when we're with, with the Lord, just talking to him and, and we begin to cry, it, it's almost like our spirit is actually somehow like, like creating like a natural response to mm. God. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like, it's all connected. And um, like you said, it, it seems like a feminine kind of thing, but uh, the truth is, you know, the Bible says you, you're, we're supposed to know them after the spirit, you know what yes, I mean? Yes, yes. And we're, we're all spirit. Yeah, that's um, good. We're just having a fleshly experience, like right. my dad always says. Right, right. And um, so all of us are spirit, and our spirit knows that he is our father. And, right. and our spirit knows that he is, he is good, he is faithful. Yeah. Our spirit knows that. Right, right. So, um, when you get in that secret place, it's almost like an inevitable thing. Like this is going to happen. <laughs> like yeah. I'm probably going to cry yeah. because you, you just around him and, right. and your spirit is, your spirit is really just like, it's making your soul submit to it. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's just emotion. It really is a good thing. You're not supposed to live out of it, but you are supposed to be connected to it. Right. It's the thing God gave us as humans. So that's good. Um, I like that. How you said, you know, that we are spirit having like fleshy experiences And so the spirit is no female nor male, right? So it's like when you're being led by the spirit, um, you know, if you're thinking about it, like, oh, worship, oh, you know, crying before God, you know, that's feminine, then you're living out of the flesh. You know what I mean? Because that's that's like, that's where the pride comes. But in his secret place, there's no pride. You know what I mean? There's no room for that. So it's like, you know, he calls us to be humble. He he calls us to be... um, live in out of humility um that he honors you know those who are who are humble and lives out of humility rather than um it says uh pride comes before the fall Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like you know if you're you're having that mindset um because you know i'm 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 a female right and i know i have male listeners and they probably like okay samantha you can say that because you're this but what about (laughs) me but it's like you know we're kingdom citizens and we have to understand that we are not you know, yes, we carry on this flesh and yes, there is a, a purpose for us on this earth, you know, male or female that, yeah. you know, God gave us our distinctions. However, there's only one spirit, yeah, right? Exactly. So the spirit is not different for me or you. Like I'm, I don't have a, a female spirit and you have a male <laughs> yeah. spirit. There's only one spirit. Yeah. And so the spirit is submitted to God, right? So anything that the spirit leads you to do is going to be in submission to God. So if it leads you to cry, it, you're going to cry, right? Yeah. So us trying to hold it back, oh no, you know, it looks this, or maybe I have female listeners who may not, you know, be as like feminine where, you know, they feel they're hard, you know what I mean? And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, they're like, that's girly or whatever. But it's like, if you're being led by the spirit, um, 
he's going to do what he want to do. You know what I mean? And just be obedient to it and just, you know, allow it to happen because, you know, I feel like in order to even stay in that secret place, you know, you have to be under submission. And to stay under submission, you must be obedient, right? So if you go and the Holy Spirit is leading you one way, but you, you know, you start allowing pride to build up, you know, you kind of risk being out of under that that submission, out of under that covering, out of that secret place. But it's in the secret place that we hear God. It's in the secret place that we get to know him deeper. Um, So that's really good that you made that, like, you know, we're led by the spirit. We live by the spirit. It's only one spirit. So then talking about the Holy Spirit, um, you said that, you know, dwelling in the secret place allows the Holy Spirit to be your best friend. Um, And I love that because, look, the Holy Spirit is like, I'd be like, Holy Spirit, what we doing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, he's like my best friend for real. So, you know, when did you come to this realization? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Actually, it's great because, honestly, the Lord can use anything to teach us. Yeah. He actually, he used the podcast. Okay. Um, Jonathan and Melissa Hauser, they're two of my favorite worship leaders. Mm-hmm. And uh, Melissa Hauser, she was giving a, like a message about the Holy Spirit, um, which seems to be her most favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she brought up the scripture where it says that Jesus was telling the disciples, he's like, it's good for you that I go away. Yeah, yeah. And even personally, when I was reading that, I did not understand that mm-hmm. I'm, because I'm like, you're, you're Jesus. You know yeah. what I mean? And um, so if Jesus is saying this, this must be pretty important. Right. And I'm so honestly, like it was I think that it was something, especially for me as a worship leader, I needed to get and I needed to get it early in my life. Yeah. I need to understand this because we're, that's what worship is about. It's the Holy Spirit coming in and, ta- and taking over, having his way. Right, so right. Um, so the, the Holy Spirit, the Bible refers to the Holy Spirit as our comforter. Mm-hmm. And um, it's awesome because, you know, something Melissa Helser always says is, uh, the Holy Spirit is the crescendo of the cross. And mm-hmm. I love that because the final product of the cross was the Holy Spirit, like, becoming our, our best friend. Right, right. And so every time that I'm doing something and I need help, I just ask the Holy Spirit because he knows all things. Uh, it says I have an unction from the Holy One and I know all things. Right. So literally, I know yeah. I, I know all things because the Holy Spirit is living inside right, of me. So right. everywhere I'm going, um, just living from the secret place, I know his voice now. Right. So when I'm in the store, I know that he wants me to go talk to that person. Or when I'm in my car, he knows, or I, I know that he wants me to listen to this song yeah. or anything like yeah, that. And yeah. it just translates to everywhere in our life. And that's why it's living from the secret place. And right. The Holy Spirit is a gigantic part of that. Yeah. And I believe that a lot of us, especially in churches, that we neglect, you know, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, we're so focused on, you know, it's it's okay to, you know, if we focus on Jesus and, and, and God there yeah. in heaven. But he said, you know, it's best. It's better for me to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he sends us the Holy Spirit. Now you have a comfort. You have someone here walking with you on earth. You know yeah. what I mean? I place them inside of you. Um, and I made um, an analogy. And basically I was saying, like, it's like, you know, I give you a watch, right? Let's say it's an Apple Watch. But... You didn't take the time to look and to see that it was Apple Watch. So now you're asking me for something like a blood pressure monitor. But if you took the time to, you know, spend time to look into that watch, you would have realized that it would already yeah. taking that, right? Yeah. So it's like the same thing with the Holy Spirit. We ask God for these certain things. Like, God, I need a friend. God, I need a doctor. Oh, God, I need the help with this. But it's like, I already sent you that. Yeah. But if we took the time to be intimate with the Holy Spirit, to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, we realize that he's all that we need. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, he's literally our help. Um, and what, what it took for me to realize that, 
Um, so before, I always used to be a person where I needed, I always needed somebody with me to do things. Like, I need to go tomorrow. I, I need to call somebody, way. right? Um, so it's just like, I could never really just be alone. Yeah. Um, and I was in Tampa, and it was like, I believe, after I graduated, I had, like, this this friend, and, like, she's, like, my prayer partner, right? So mm. we did everything together. And, like, out of nowhere, it was like, one day, she had to, something happened, and she had to move back home. Um, so I was just like, what? And I'm like, God, my <laughs> accountability partner, like, <laughs> yeah. what? What am I going to do this whole summer? Like, what do you mean? I was like, God, why does everybody come out of, like, you know, everybody that's in my life always leave? Like, what in the world? Like, what was it do now? Yeah. And God literally had to tell me, like, this is what I needed for you because you need to learn how to be alone so mm-hmm. that you can develop that best friend relationship with the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Um, yeah. And a lot of people, they know me. Um, they'll say, I don't have a best friend. I never had a best friend. I have close friends. Um, and I never understood that. Like, I thought maybe I was weird. Like, everybody always have a best friend. Why don't I have a best friend? <laughs> yeah. And the reason why was because, you know, I would get too dependent on them. Mm-hmm. Where if, if something happens, I'm always calling them or always leaning to them for advice. Where God needed that to be the Holy Spirit for me. And I didn't know that. So it took, you know, um, him having to send her away. You know, she was led to, to move back home. For me to be alone, me to like be in this isolated period, for God to just, you know, really reveal to me that you have a friend, that he's always been yeah. there. And so that's when I really connected and had an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. And let me tell you, I was like, ah, I've been missing out. Right. I was like, oh, I did not know this. So it's yeah. just like, man, it's like getting in my car, I'm like, Holy Spirit, look, like, you know? Yeah. So it's like it, I needed to, to you know, to someone else, that isolation, they would have, like, took that and, like, felt depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh, I, nobody ever stays in my life. You know what I mean? And it was, no, I, God really had to show me, like, I needed you to get this because, you know, you need to know the Holy Spirit. It's vital for you in this walk. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know I was going to have a podcast then. I didn't know yeah. that. So, but it, he, he knew that. And he yeah. knew that I needed to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit in order to be effective even to communicate to other people, you know, to... To, to have a platform to speak into other people's lives if I didn't have that I wouldn't be as effective you know what I mean because yeah. again like the Holy Spirit they're they're all one right so he knows what the Father is saying he knows what's being said and so he that's only what he's going to lead us to do whatever the Father says yeah. um, just like how Jesus said um, and so, yeah, like when I came to that, like, look, I was just like, when he said that, I was like, it's so true. When you dwell in that secret place, yeah. it really like you really have this relationship with the Holy Spirit where he really is your best friend. Like everything that you need, you realize, man, I had it this whole time. I just didn't tap into it. Yeah. And, right? I, and honestly, I was actually the exact same way. Like in high school, mm-hmm. I didn't have any best friends. Yeah. I, I was always kind of like. Yeah, like close friends. Yeah, you know, we ne- I didn't ever go hang out with anyone or anything. Yeah. And I thought I was weird too. Yeah. <laughs> I, really, I really felt like that. Yeah. I was like, everyone else has friends. Yes. Why am I feeling this way? Yeah. And then, and then it, it did take like the realization of like the Holy Spirit. I've always had a friend, and I just yeah. it almost made it almost made me like kind of. Um, I felt like I was really dishonoring the Lord because I was kind of ignoring His presence. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And once wow. I finally came to that realization, I was like, man, like I'm sorry, Lord, that I spent so much time thinking you weren't even there yeah but i am so thankful that you're merciful and you're here right now right. because i can literally talk to him anytime and, yeah. and if i don't know what to do he does right you know it's just it's great it's 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 such a good foundation for your life yeah it really is it yeah really is. that's really good how you made that um you know it's like dishonoring god um, yeah. in his presence it's like i hear a lot or you know they will say like 
you know, sometimes you'll have that friend that's always there for you, but you kind of neglect them. You know what I mean? And you're always going for the wrong yeah, people, yeah. right? And it's just like the Holy Spirit's been there the whole time trying yeah. to show you the right things. He's been there for you, comforting you this whole time. But yet we've always been so neglectful about it, trying to chase other people, like yeah. trying to figure out why this person doesn't like me, why this person not picking up my phone call. And it's like the Holy Spirit's been there the whole time. So that's really good that we've just been mm-hmm. dishonoring him. And I can already see it like in the natural, like physically, you know, someone being there for you all the time, but you neglect their kindness, you neglect their grace, yeah. you neglect their mercy, everything that they've done for you, just kind of neglect it, looking for this other thing because you thought that it was supposed to come from another person, you know what I mean? Or another, another idea or another this, but it's been there the whole time. Um, it's like, wow, like, sorry, Holy Spirit, sorry, yeah, God, you it, know what I mean? It's like, is. sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you for being patient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you, well, you answered, you know, have you ever experienced a season of isolation? Because I, I guess we both, you know, experienced yeah. that in order to, to get that, to have that realization. Um, so I would ask you, though, what season would you say that you're currently in? Yeah, um... I think every season we're kind of in a place of development and all yeah. that. But um, right now I just feel like I'm in a place where the Lord is He's taking me from, like I said earlier actually, He's taking me from a place um, of being able to do things that come naturally to mm-hmm. me. Not not like me doing them, it's still His grace doing yeah. it through me, but He's really teaching me dependency on Him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's really teaching me just like... Um, just like it says, uh, just like Paul said, he says, um, I asked the Lord to take this thing from me three times and, yeah. he, and he didn't do yeah. it, but he answered me and said, my grace is sufficient. Right. You know, um, the Lord's really just, the closer, I, the, I feel like the closer I get to him, the more I see my own flaws, but mm. it's it's actually like awesome because I get to see that none of my strength comes from myself. Yeah. And so just dependency on him, like maturing into that dependency is really where I feel like I'm at right now. Um, because like I was saying earlier, there's something that I'm I'm currently dealing with that does not come natural to me. Yeah. And um, it's been really hard for me to to stay faithful in it because I don't feel like my heart is in it. Mm. But the Lord has told me He wants me to do it for a reason. Yeah. And so just li- living in that secret place, you know, and it's right now is just really it's a very foundational time in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, regarding even the secret place and just getting the principles of the word into my heart and yeah. and not just reading the bible and and memorizing scripture but mm-hmm. really knowing it in my spirit yeah. so that's that's where i'm at right now okay um and so what would you say from you know you knowing where you are in your season what would you say would you ask prayer for like how can we pray for you you know what i mean um honestly i think just one thing is just wisdom and everything i think wisdom is um it's like the best thing we can have uh and and honestly it comes from the holy spirit you know the bible says that if we ask for it he'll grant it to us so just just for wisdom and everything that i do and just uh that i'd be able to hear the lord even more clearly every day it's so important so yeah that i agree yeah um and then i was gonna ask do you have any questions for myself do i have any questions (laughs) for you hmm well, okay, how about the same questions? What season are you in? <laughs> um, season I am in. So I would say, like how you said, like every season is definitely a season for development, right? Mm-hmm. Um, every season, I feel as though it's a season preparing me for the next. Yeah. Um, so I never feel like that preparation is over because it's always an, another like level, like another glory, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so... At the moment, um, I would say that the season I'm in is just really to just 
continue doing the secret place and you know really receive instruction from God. Um, he's you know downloaded you know different things, showed me a lot of different things, and it's like I know it's to come. It's just in that meantime, you know, on that journey, not wanting to prolong it. You know what I, I mean? I know exactly. So okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's You're like like in that like in between place. Sort of. Yeah, yes. exactly. And yes. it's like I agree with that for myself. As right. Well. Yeah. So it's like okay, I know this is to come. I know you show me this. And so, like, let me not get lazy. Like, oh, okay, God already showed me. I know it's going to come. Let me just chill out. You know what I mean? But there's still, I have to work. You know what I mean? So, God, help me to, you know, in the season I'm in, help me not to neglect the lessons that you're trying to teach me. Um, And, you know, if there's, you know, something that, you know, feels hard, you know, not me praying out of it, but me asking you to give me the strength. You know what I mean? Because if I don't overcome this, I can't get to that next level. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just really not trying to be like the Israelites in the desert who took a you know, 11-day journey for 40 yeah. years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the promised land is there. But, like, it's during that that time, you know, it, it really depends on that duration. You know what I mean? Yeah. So really having just continue to be obedient, hearing the voice of God. God, be louder, be louder, be louder. Because I don't want to miss it. So, like, yeah. that's really the season. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, in fact... Like, on the other side of that, I was in a place for a long time where I really felt like I was, like, in an in-between stage, Mm. which I honestly, I still kind of feel like that. And for a long time, I felt like, I almost viewed it as, like, this is not, like, I'm not in God's will or I'm not Mm. in his purpose right now Mm. because that that promise that he told me about yeah. that's my purpose yeah. wow. so i would so focus on the final product yeah. and i would try to skip all of the process mm. and it didn't work and the yeah. lord's like i you're right now where you're at is where i want you to be right. and i need you to focus on where you're at don't don't stay focused on the final product so much that you're missing what i'm doing right now right right and it took a long time for me to realize that too uh through my stubbornness but um <laughs> i finally got it and that it was just an awesome thing that the lord showed me <laughs> that's good um, and while as you were speaking i was just thinking about like a video game and you know how there's levels and then you know that final level you're gonna get this prize but so you know that it's there you know that it's available yeah. you can get there but in the midst of that there's still levels that you have to accomplish yeah. right and so you can't just go from level one to go to level 50 to get the prize and think that you won't know because every level there's a different there's a different obstacle that's yeah. thrown at you because you have to overcome yeah, that, that to get that's there so awesome. you know what I mean I like mean, you know it's there you yes, just gotta go through yes. things to get there yeah it's just like what my, my dad always uses great illustrations um and he talked about like a tree or mm-hmm. like even like a telephone pole mm-hmm. like the foundation you have to put a like a pole this tall half of it has to be in the ground at least for right. it to stay up for right. it to be seen right. you know right. it's the same with a tree with roots so the roots have to go down so that the tree right. can stand right and um and honestly it, it all comes at a cost you know and yeah. there, but the cost is so worth it because yeah. anything that produces glory is worth it you know yeah, yeah. so that's really that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's good too yeah. um so we wanted to see if we can connect with you do you have any social medias anything you got going on for yourself so we can you know connect with you support you yeah um i, I don't use social media a lot <laughs> the the two things i use would i would say would be instagram okay. i use instagram and then i also i occasionally get on facebook as well okay. um if anyone ever reaches out to me though i would be of course willing to talk i, mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. um I, I just I'm not much of like a I don't post a lot okay okay <laughs> I, I probably need to work on that yeah <laughs> but um but yeah so yeah um I'm sure we I'm sure you'll you'll tag me in this of course and yeah then, uh, and then your Instagram what is your Instagram it is Nathan dot J dot which okay. is T U R N E Y okay so. 
All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was all for today. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this talk, this interview with Nathan. Uh, we were talking about dwelling and living from that secret place. Um, and you know, he shared his season of life that he's in currently and how we can pray for him. So we're just asking that you just keep him in your prayers, you know, pray for wisdom, understanding, and really for, you know, God's will and that he would just, you know, continually be obedient um, to God's plan and, and what God is calling him to do. Um, and so we thank you. Be sure to um, share this episode. Be sure to, you know, we have a Facebook Live. We have a video actually recording it. So if you're more of a visual person, you want to see us in per, you know, person or, you know, want to get that experience, um, the video is available. I will post the video on the YouTube channel. So that's a Being One Podcast um, on YouTube. So you have that available to you. Um, and yeah, so you know that we, I love you and that Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. All right. Y'all be blessed.